You're listening to the Selling Social Podcast, and we're your hosts. I'm Laren Kelly. And I'm Sydney Lish. We're two entrepreneurs turned best friends, pulling back the curtain and taking you behind the scenes to show you what it really takes to build wildly successful brands. You'll learn tools, tips, and strategies from top industry trailblazers that are paving the way in the world of social selling and building brands online. This podcast is for you if you sell a product, a service, or your expertise. We are Selling Social. You ready? Let's get it. to the Selling Social Podcast. And today we have two incredible guests, one incredible mission. You've spent years building a career and creating a life. You've overachieved, made it look easy and hustled to get here. But here isn't what you want. That is the Bold Women Society Instagram bio. Okay, first of all, when I read that, I just get all sorts of goosebumps and all sorts of excited. And I think it perfectly encapsules exactly what Amanda Cahill and Katie Langford stand for, which is creating an environment of bold and powerful women that are taking a stand for what they want in their life and going after it. And we had the pleasure, Laren and I did, of interviewing these two women the other day. And after getting off of the phone with them, we just felt so excited and so motivated to just be in all out inspired action and to really take every tool that we've been given and like do something with it. And when I talk to people like that, I know that they are good stuff. So you guys buckle up and get ready. Um, Amanda and Katie are both professional women and they jumped into this business that they built, I think about six to eight months ago, which is absolutely insane. Laren met them through a mastermind program, again, which they talk all about. You're going to get all of their stories, so I'm not going to go too much into detail with each of them individually because they do a better justice than myself, but both of them have jumped into this and just ran for it and with it together. And in this episode, we also go in to confidence and how important that really is, how to create and cultivate more confidence. Also, how fear really can hold especially women back and some different ways to, again, combat that and really turn that fuel into fire and into your passion and your purpose. So you guys are going to love this episode. So excited for you to dive in, open up your ears, take notes, and I will see you guys at the end of the episode. Guys, we are so excited to welcome you back to the podcast, Selling Social, and today we have two beautiful ladies that... I'm personally so excited to learn all about and just glean so much information off of. We have Katie and Amanda and uh, Laren. If if you want to kind of like basically, I guess, intro how you in- met these women, that'd be really helpful because I have never met these two women. I'm so excited about this. And I know Laren met them through some some different programs and such, so... Yeah, I'm so excited because we're all a part of Fast Foundations with Chris and Lori Harder. And you guys have heard me talk a lot about the Harders on this podcast and the mastermind I'm in. And um, these two beautiful women just have really like spoken up, like have have really just like set the tone. I, I feel like you've set a great tone in the mastermind and just really stepped into being bold and asking questions and getting the guidance you need and um, really being like, how do we elevate and take our community to that next level? And I've just enjoyed watching you guys. I've enjoyed listening to you um and meeting you so I was like oh my gosh we have to get them on the podcast because they have so much value to offer our audience a few entrepreneurs as well 
And we just wanted to like use our platform and our influence to just really like put you guys in the spotlight and hear more about your stories, hear more about how you guys met and hear more about like the vision of the Bold Women Society. So um, I, Katie, I'll see you up first. I would love to just hear more about your story, your background and what led you to this point. Yeah, absolutely. Laren and Sydney, we are so excited to be here. So thank you so much for having us. So my journey is kind of an interesting one, but I think that it's also super relatable because I know other women feel the same way that I did. So I spent the first um, decade and a half of my career in uh, major gift fundraising, and I had a great career. I climbed the ladder super quickly, and I was in all of the places that I wanted to be. My goal was, before I was 40, to be a nonprofit CEO, and I was getting there. Um, before I turned 35, I was actually promoted to a chief development officer role. And that was the pinnacle. That was it, right? It was a true executive role. I was the number two person at the organization. And ladies, I got everything that I thought I wanted. Everything. Six figures, awesome team. Like literally I had a corner office, okay? And I sat in my office every single day crying. And I kept asking myself, why are you so unhappy? Like, this is the exact thing that you said you wanted. And I know that you might have listeners out there, especially since your audience is entrepreneurs, you all might understand sitting somewhere else and saying, this isn't it. Like, this isn't it. And yet I felt so ungrateful to say that. I felt as if that was selfish of me to, to really say that I didn't want this anymore. But uh, my mom stepped in and my blood pressure went through the roof. And my mom looked at me and said, this isn't you. This isn't it. And I was already telling myself that, but hearing her, hearing that bold woman in my life say that to me, I was like, oh gosh. So I quit my job without a plan, which I know is insane and crazy, but I knew that I couldn't be a top executive and figure out what I wanted to do. Like it was too difficult to do both. So I took six months off as a sabbatical and I did a lot of journaling and praying and meditation and napping. I napped for the first <laughs> 35 years. And, um, and I came to the place where I said, I want to coach women. I want to coach women. So I started, I went and got my certification. I started coaching women in 2016 and Amanda and I met at 2017. I was co-hosting an event and Amanda was an attendee. And I'll tell you a little later about how we truly came together. Um, but I loved coaching. I loved coaching one-on-one, -on -one, but I got burnt out of that as well. And I kept thinking, I don't want to just help 10 women a year or 12 or 20 women a year. I want to help a thousand women a year, 2000, 10,000. And I knew that my story would resonate. And so last year in the middle of the shutdown, um, I turned 40 on the very first day that Dallas shut down. That's where Amanda and I and Bold Women Society are. And I just didn't know what to do. And I had this tug at my heart form this women's empowerment company. But I kept saying in my head, that's not realistic. Like you should just consult on projects. Like you can't do this. Who are you to do this? Who are you to say that you're worthy enough to do this, right? 
had all those limiting beliefs, but I decided that I would launch it and I just created it and I put it out there. And Amanda and I, as we said, we met in 2017. She became one of my very first coaching clients. I think she was client number six and um, it was incredible. And I'm going to let her tell her story in just a second. But what was amazing was that Amanda reached out to me. She saw what I was doing and she said, hey, I want to jump on a call. I want to learn more. And I told Amanda that I was recruiting advisory board members because I knew I wanted this to be more than me. And Amanda, who always says, you don't get what you don't ask for, boldly said, Katie, can I be on your advisory board? And I was like, oh my God, yes, yes, please. (laughs) Love that. Yes. And about six weeks later, like she just jumped in. She like was all in with us. And six weeks later, she sent me another email and said, Hey, I have a crazy idea. Let's jump on a call again. And I said, okay. And, um, it was the, it was a life changing moment. I think for both of us, she called and she said, Katie, this is crazy, but would you ever consider taking a partner and having a co-founder and doing this with me? And I was like, oh my gosh, I have literally been praying for three and a half years that someone would want to do this work with me. So I said, yes. And we went through all kinds of due diligence. Um, But she became my partner and she's my co-founder and I'll turn it over to her to help tell her story because she's just- I love that. So inspiring. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's so crazy. You know, like Katie said, we met in 2017 and I'm a little bit different than Katie is and that I'm still in my corporate career and it's thriving. And although similar to her, I have grown extremely fast in my career and I've, I'm in a great industry. I love my job. I love the people I work with. Right. Um, but I grew so quickly, so fast that all these emotions kept coming up where, you know, I was lacking confidence, imposter syndrome, like literally all the things. And I was playing smaller And I wasn't seeing myself the way everybody else was seeing myself and, you know, enter my relationship with Katie. That was immediately why I was drawn to her. She was talking about building confidence and overcoming your fears and all of these things. And like a light bulb went off and I was like, I need to work with her. (laughs) We need to work together. She's the, she's what I need right now in this season that I'm in. And that really began my personal development journey. And uh, Katie and I worked together for quite a while. Um, And after we stopped working together, I still kept feeling this void. There was a pull on my heart where I was like, God, you know, from the outside looking in, it looks like I have everything. I have a great job. I have a great family. I make really great money. But there was still something. There was this void. And every time I would try to talk to people about it, they would be like, I I don't understand. You literally have everything. And so I sought out to find other women who were feeling the same way that I was, who were feeling stuck, who were feeling unfulfilled, and who just honestly didn't know what the heck they were going to do when they grew up, you know? And so um, it was, you know, on that journey and me going really deep into personal development that I started seeing what Katie was doing with Bold Women's Society. And leading up to that, I had been journaling a lot and working with other high level coaches, just trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my life. And I kept coming back to, I want to empower people. I want them to, I want to help them live their best life to step into their highest self. And then when I saw what Katie was doing with Bold Women's Society, it was like, I need to find out more, please. Let's, you know, let's get on the phone. Let's talk about this. Tell me what you're doing. And as Katie said, when I came on board as an advisory member, I resonated so much with the mission, the vision, and just a light bulb went off. And I was like, this is the vehicle. This is what I should be doing. And as she said, I called her up and said, hey, I had this bold 
ask, will you take me on as a partner? Mm -hmm. And obviously like the rest is history. Here we are today and we're impacting so many women and it's just literally a dream come true. Oh my gosh, this is so good. I'm so excited for this. And this like resonates so deeply with me because that's exactly where I was four years ago. Like I rose to the top of my game in my career and I hit that point too, just like you, Katie, especially exactly what you said. And I was sitting in my office one day and I was like, this isn't what success is meant to feel like. And yeah. I was like, there is no there. Like you, you strive so hard to get this to this there point. And then the second you get there, you're like, now what, you know, and it just awakens you to realize that there is so much more and that it's just the next stepping stone to the next challenge in your life. And I love both of your stories so much. I think one of the things that happens to us as women is that we forget exactly what you just said, Laren, which is we're like ever growing, ever expanding human beings. So just because you got what you said you wanted doesn't mean that's the final destination. It doesn't mean you can't mm -hmm. change your mind. It doesn't mean that you can, I mean, we outgrow our dreams when we accomplish them. And then we think, well, what's bigger? What's next? And that is okay. Like, I truly believe that we as women have big shit to do in this world. Like we have a lot to do. So if we keep playing small, if we keep saying, oh, well, I should just be lucky and I should just be thankful that, that, that I'm in an office, right? No, like if you're hearing yourself, if your gut is saying, maybe this isn't it, then it probably isn't. And it doesn't mean that you're ungrateful. It doesn't mean you're selfish. It just means that you're, you're growing and you have new dreams and you have new things to go do in the world. Yeah, absolutely, Katie. And it's also just giving them, giving women, especially permission to say, look, I've been going down this path and realizing that this isn't really what I want to do and having the confidence to shift or to want to, you know, have that permission to grow, to step into something else, to pivot, right? Okay, ladies, I want to interrupt this episode really quick to talk about one of our favorite brands, Katie Lux. Katie Lux is a high-end athleisure line built around the idea of empowering women to feel confident in what they're wearing. And I don't know about you, but being at home during this pandemic, working from home, I want to feel comfortable, live in loungewear, but at the same time, I still want to feel confident. I want to feel sexy. I want to feel like what I'm wearing is holding my body, hugging my body into all the right places. And that's exactly how Katie Lux makes me feel. And the founder, Katie, created Katie Lux because she was a former pro dancer that just wanted good quality leggings to go from dance class to the gym to date night and all the things in between and feel good in her own body. And the, from the attention to detail that she has created with this brand is phenomenal from the quality driven materials that she has chosen from the custom designs that she has custom designed herself to the empowerment quotes on the inside of the back of the leggings. So every time you pull these leggings on, you feel empowered. Her core values represent movement, represent being limitless, represent empowering women. She's created the strongest community, this, this incredible sisterhood of women all over the world that just want to feel empowered. So go shop Katie Lux, go to K-A-D-Y-L-U-X-E.com. Use the code selling social at checkout to save 20% every time you shop from here forward. 20% save 20% when you use selling social at checkout. And, um, my favorite products are for sure the signature moto leggings with the rose gold zippers, the velour zip up jacket with the rose gold zippers, or the gloss tonal leggings with the queen symbol on them. You're going to love everything you buy. So make sure to upload it to IG stories, tag us on Instagram at selling social podcast, and let's get back to the episode. 
I would really love if you guys break down exactly what the Bold Women's Society movement really is and what the vision of that moving forward looks like. Sure, absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, our main premise is working with professional, ambitious, savvy women um, who are middle career, right? So they're in that place where they're not just getting out of college and they're kind of stuck in a place where they're at right now where they're not really sure, what do I do next? Do, do I want to stay where I'm at? Do I want to ask for a promotion? You know, and they're just having these really unsettling feelings. So we work with women um, through a monthly membership, basically giving them the tools, giving them the guidance, giving them everything they need to unapologetically just show up as who they are, to step into their power, to ask for what it is that they truly want in life. And it's been so rewarding with what we've been doing so far. Um, and Katie, I know there's so much more that we, we could hit on here. Is there anything else that you want to highlight about Bold Women's Society? Because we literally do so much. Yeah, so I think the important thing is to, our vision is a world in which women unapologetically go after their biggest and boldest dreams and they live their biggest and boldest life. And it's something that, is in both of our hearts. Um, we want that for other women. We believe that for other women. And, uh, you know, I think it, it also just goes to show you that our tagline is actually the best. And it kind of just sums everything up. We say unleashed, unapologetic, unstoppable. And that's what we believe women can be. And that's what we want to teach women to be, because we know there are our own stories, right? Like, as Amanda and I both said, we both had a ton of personal development work, a ton of professional development. And we're that intersection of personal and professional development. Um, we've worked with coaches. We've had our own blocks, our own limiting beliefs, our own, I'm not good enough. I can't, right? And so we want to give women the tools and techniques to overcome all of that so that they can step into their greatness. So they can believe in themselves and have confidence. Oh, good. I love the tagline. When I read like mm -hmm. on your Instagram story or on your Instagram bios, I was like, oh my God, that is so, it's like so spot on and so perfect. Do you guys notice with like the people that you're, all the women you're attracting, where in like the transition are they? Are they more people that are still in their corporate job and they're wanting to leave to start their own business and make that bold move? Or are you attracting more people that have already taken the bold move and they're kind of in that vulnerable spot and they just need the support in the systems or do you feel like it's pretty like even? Well, Lauren, that's such a great, a great question. And what we found is that our audience is actually split down the middle, which is fascinating, but it makes so much sense considering who mm -hmm. Katie and I are and what we bring to the table. So I speak really well to the woman who's still crushing her career, trying to figure out what she wants to do in corporate, um, but maybe wants to do something on the side, maybe has this side hustle. Maybe she's not ready to let go of her corporate career yet. So I speak really well to that side of our audience. And Katie is phenomenal with speaking to the women who are in the transition phase, who are trying to quit their corporate and go entrepreneur full-time, or they're just full-fledged entrepreneur. They're crushing it and they're just trying to figure out what tools and things they need to get to that next level so I awesome. love that and I think it's and I think it's also important to note that we have women who have zero plans to leave their corporate career mm -hmm. and they're they're like no mm -hmm. I just like you both have have risen through the ranks so quickly like teach me how to get a promotion teach me how to ask for a raise 
teach me how to negotiate, right? Like all of those things. So it's not necessarily that we want you to quit your day job, right? Like some, we need bold women in corporate America. We need bold women running nonprofits, right? So we're, we're awesome, but, but you still need the tools. Like you still need to, to realize that you can grow and be exactly where you are. It doesn't mean you have to pivot all the time. I, although if you want to pivot, we help you with that. I love that though, because I think that the world is so full of like, leave your nine to five, get out, get out, Mm -hmm. get out. And there is a place for the nine to five woman. And there's a really important place and spots that need to be filled. And everyone convinced everybody else believe that. And it's so someone supporting that. Absolutely. The reality is, is that women control 80% of spending in this country, right? We hold those purse strings. We also know that when women have seats in the C-suite, and specifically when at least one third of a corporate board is women-led, right? At least one third are women-led, those companies have higher profits, they do better, their employees are more successful and more excited to be there. So we need bold, badass women in corporate America. We need you to stay there. You don't have to go out and, and do this, you know, build this, this side hustle or, or a, a company. Um, like, I just think it's, it, the numbers just show us that we need that leadership there. And I'm not just talking about women who are in HR roles, right? Like y'all pull up a corporate fortune 500 company and like, scroll through the executive team. I'm not talking your C, you know, your chief marketing officer and your chief HR officer are, are always women. No, I'm telling you, we need women who are like chief revenue officer, chief, uh, chief intelligence officer or technology officer. Like we need women in those spots for, for all of us to succeed. Okay, I'm gonna step off my soapbox, but. Well, no, Katie, it's no, so true though. It is. And Cindy and I, so Cindy and I talk a lot about like the difference between embodying like masculine energy and feminine energy. And when, as you're speaking, this is something I really want to bring up because, you know, when I like started working, I embodied, I was really young in the big workforce. So I had to like embody this strong masculine energy that eventually was used against me because then I was too hard or too like unapproachable. And so I like dove headfirst into personal development and started to embody that feminine energy and realize there's so much more power in feminine energy when you use it the right way. And you guys talk a lot about the professional side and then the personal development, which I love that you're weaving so much of that personal development in to be like, you can kick ass in corporate America. You can start your own company. You can rise to the top, but having that feminine energy, that personal development with it is so important. Can you talk a little bit about that and like how you guys have learned to balance that for yourselves and how you're teaching other people? Yeah, absolutely. So as we've said, we've just both done so much work on our own. And it's funny, I'll I'll never forget one of my very first coaches when I became an executive coach. I said to her, if I knew how much work I had to do on myself, I probably wouldn't (laughs) have done this. (laughs) Like it's a lot right? You're like, I was like, oh my God, I didn't realize I was going to have to like face all of my fears. Um, so what we talk about a lot is helping our people, our women show up as authentic versions of who they are. 
And, you know, it's interesting, Laren, like we're not talking a lot about feminine, masculine energy, but I think that's something that we need to study. We need to learn from you and weave that in. Um, we are talking a lot about using your voice authentically, showing up as who you are, not putting on a front, right? And Laren, I know exactly what you're talking mm -hmm. about. And, and Amanda, Amanda works in a male dominated industry, so she can probably like take this and run. So I'm going to let her take it. Yeah, this absolutely, Katie. And Laren, I love this question because something that is so important to me, like I mentioned in my, you know, my journey to even get here was finding women who were feeling the same way that I was. And that's something that I love so much about what we're doing with Bold Women Society is that we are creating this amazing community of women who feel like, damn it, I belong somewhere. Finally, I feel like I belong you know, and, and to Katie's point, it's like, yes, we don't ever focus on masculine or feminine and it's just showing up unapologetically as who you are. And what we've seen in our community is when women first join, they're kind of really unsure. They don't know what their voice is. They don't really know what their place is. And the, the longer they work with us, the more they get involved in the community, they just see, oh my God, like I can really be who I am and I can succeed in whatever that looks like, you know, whether that's transitioning into becoming a mom or, you know, starting a company, like literally whatever it is, they feel like for the first time I have a voice and I have people who are hearing me. And the impact of that is something that I don't think Katie and I ever <laughs> anticipated would happen, but it's the, it is the most beautiful thing that I have seen happen. And I'm so excited to see how this just continues to evolve and elevate um, and just so thrilled to be a part of it. I think that there's so much room and like such a movement right now of this like strong feminine energy that's coming to the forefront of you don't have to work 16 hours a day to be successful. You can do it in a really classy way. You don't have to be a hard ass to be successful. And I'm just, I'm seeing so many more women like step into that role and actually mentor people in that. And I think that you two are such like, I can just tell by the way that you speak and by the way that you show up that it's like this very graceful feminine, but also very like strong, healthy, light masculine that both of you carry. And it's, it's really, really inspiring. And I can see why your business is like, as successful as it is and growing at the rate that it is. Oh, Sydney, yeah, I you, you'll love that so much. Uh, sorry, Laren. No, you're fine. I was just going to agree with her that you guys are giving permission to like turn people's voices up, like yes. the whole authenticity, yes. like just showing up. And it's like so often, I think, especially as women, it's like the louder we are, it's like almost turn it down, don't have so much energy or don't shine so bright. But it's almost like you, I love that you're, you guys are, you know, like be bold, like embody that, like turn your voice up. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing that I know. There is only one you, right? Like you, there will never be another you that walks this planet. And so if there is only one you, then I believe that the one and only you is destined for greatness. Like it, it just mm -hmm. is, it's just, it's how our universe was created. And so it's, we wanna help women step into that greatness, step into that boldness. And it doesn't always mean, and I love what you said, like it doesn't always mean loud, right? Like I'm loud, that's just who I am. I've, I came out screaming and I've been a cheerleader my whole life, but, <laughs> We have women in our group who are introverts and they're calm and they're quiet, 
but we still need them to show up as who they are in this world, right? Like it, we don't need copycats of each other. That's, I guess, what I'm trying to say as well. Mm-hmm. So true. Okay, so I, I have a question for you too, because Laren and I, we, we asked this to all the like pairs of women or men that we've talked to or interviewed. We went into business together after knowing each other probably about as long as you guys knew each other or of each other. And we had a lot of people like project their fears or project their stories around becoming partners in business or like co-CEOs together. Can you give your experiences or like the roller coaster, the positives and the negatives of what you've found in being in partnership with each other um, and what you'd recommend if people are looking to go into partnership with someone? Oh my gosh, Sydney, I love this question so much. And Katie and I talk about it all the time because we feel like the way that we did it, not that everybody else should do it this way, but that it worked so well for us. And I I tell people all the time, so Katie and I are both Enneagram sevens. So we were a little worried. Oh my gosh. We were a little worried (laughs) about it. (laughs) We were like, we're both like squirrel. We're getting really excited. So we were kind of nervous. What is this partnership going to look like for us? But we were very having a business background, right? We were very business oriented with it. So we actually did SWOT analysis on ourselves. And so for people who don't know what that is, it's basically documenting your strengths, your weaknesses, your opportunities, and your threats. So we did that each on ourselves, came together in a meeting and basically was like, okay, what are your strengths? What are my strengths? Where are your weaknesses? Where are mine? And what we found is that we actually complemented each other. So where Katie was weak, I was strong where I was strong, she was weak. So it just, it made sense. It fit together. And honestly, like, I feel so blessed to be partnered with Katie and I'm, you know, I don't want to speak for her, but this has been the most seamless partnership I've ever been a part of. And we wanted to do it right from the beginning. So why we incorporated our business lawyer, we built it into our contract. We talked about mediation before we even became partners we put it into a contract so like if something anything ever came up you know even as severe as if I died what would happen to my portion of the company if Katie died what would happen to her portion of the company what happens to our spouses things like that so we were very methodical in what we did before we even agreed to link arms because as Enneagram sevens we could get really excited about we're really going to do something great with bold women society but like taking that step back and being like okay let's hang on a second let's figure out what we're doing before we really get into it yeah absolutely I think our husbands were both shocked when we came to them with our document and we're like you like you actually have to sign a part of it like they were like, what? Like y'all are becoming business partners and we have to sign something. We're like, yeah, because if one of us passes away or if we get divorced, um, like if our, if not, so sorry, not if we get divorced, but if Amanda and I split our ways or if one of us wanted to sell, like there's clauses in our contract that are like what Chris and Shane do or do not get or like, yeah, we, and yeah. I think the thing is, is that it, doing that and and having a great attorney to walk you through it it also and i don't want to speak for amanda but it it feels like a safety net it feels like okay we already know that if we had to make a big decision and we are going to argue about it and it's not like we already know what we're going to have to do so we're not worried about that and and we and i think the other key um for for those of you ladies who are listening to this, who are thinking about 
partnering with someone is that the vulnerability to have the tough conversations is the key. And that was really what the SWOT analysis did. Like we had to really say, this is who I am. This is what I bring to the table. And this is where I'm not gonna bring to the table. This is what I'm not gonna do. And you just, you have to be vulnerable. You have to, um, you know, if you're gonna partner up and do this work together, you have to put it all out there. Mm-hmm. And I've also coached, you- I've also coached a lot of partnerships that have gone sour. So I think this is mm-hmm. part of the reason why we're like, oh, we don't, we like, we need to get this right from the beginning. Yeah, Katie definitely came in with a little more caution than I came in. I'm like, I'm all in. I don't care what it takes. Like, let's figure it out. <laughs> and what's interesting too, but you have to, yeah, you have to think through those things. Yeah. Well, and even just trying to figure out what our roles were in the company, like our our attorney kept wanting us to be like, you guys need to define what your role is. And Cole, Katie and I were like, oh my God, we don't know what our roles are. Like, we're just trying to figure this thing out. But what has happened, and it's been so just magical in my eyes, is that we've just kind of fallen into Katie. Katie does all the things that she's really strong at. And I do all the things that I'm really strong at. But we also push each other in the areas that we are very uncomfortable showing up. And so that has been just something that I didn't expect to happen coming into this partnership. We have both grown so much in the time that we've been working together with Bold Women Society. Hey family. Okay. I'm just jumping in, in the middle of this episode to share our text community. Here's the deal. It's tough running a couple businesses. Laren and I both have a few businesses, um, to stay in touch with everyone on a really intimate level. And so what we did was we created a community for all of you to pop in and shoot us your text questions, shoot us your business questions, shoot us your, you know, entrepreneurial venture questions, your daily struggles. Um, and to really give you guys tangible business for breakfast tips every single morning, Monday through Friday. And just let me tell you, it is us texting you back and we stay in touch with everyone really closely through this app. It's just a very streamlined way for us to stay connected with you and to really support you in your ventures. Um, And this is all about you guys. So please give us a text at 303-529-1291 and we will get back to you. And yes, again, it is us texting you, Um, but we're really excited about this. And we just think it's such a great way to stay so plugged in and so interactive with you guys. So please, again, text us 303-529-1291. Let's jump back into the episode. Enjoy. I resonate so much with that. I'm sure Laren does as well. Again, I don't want to speak for Laren, but what would be your advice for those hard conversations, Katie? Because I know you mentioned like going into the hard conversations, we, we have them. What's some advice that you'd give, give to people? Because I know Laren and I are really, really good at having those tough conversations. Like we don't have a lot of them because we're so cohesive, but I know that so many people hate confrontation. And I hear that so often. They're like, I hate confrontation. I don't want to have the difficult conversation. And that seeps into every area of the, so how, do, how would you coach someone through when they're complaining about their spouse or significant other, or their business partner, how to go into conflict resolution conversation with someone in their life? Yeah. So I think that every single person on the planet should own the book, Crucial Conversations, and use it like you use a dictionary or a thesaurus. Like it is a great reference book. It teaches you exactly how to do it. Um, I think one of the things that, that helps 
is using assessments. So Amanda and I both know each other's Enneagram. We both know each other's um, Strengths Finder. Heck, I think we even both know each other's DISC assessment. There are there are tools out there because I think sometimes um, like things that we're naturally talented at, like Strengths Finders, for example, we might not know how to how to verbalize that, right? We might not know because it's so close to who we are that we don't get it. And so I think using those tools allows us to have the words and say, this is who I am. Like, this is truly who I am. And it's funny because, um, and Amanda and I are both kind of obsessed with Enneagram and we've both been studying it. And, um, you know, I think the Enneagram is a, first of all, I got mistyped as a three and a two at first. And I was like, this same, is same. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, this is such crap. Like who, and then I found the right book and I was like, oh, okay, this is really real. But I love that tool because it gives you compassion for who the other person is. So I love when my friends know their Enneagram number. And if I'm in confrontation with them or conflict, I go to my Enneagram book and I'm like, okay, what is a six like when they're under stress? What is a one like when they're under stress? Oh, I see that that's how my husband is showing up right now. That's my, how my best friend is showing up. And so it allows you to be more compassionate with that person and say, okay, they're in a time of stress. And so instead of being like, what the hell is wrong with you? You can be like, hey, how is everything going? Are you, are you feeling stressed right now? Like, I, again, I, I think that those kind of assessment tools are so good. They just give you some language um, to be able to talk. And, and I'm a talker. So I think that, but my husband's not. So I think that also knowing like, are you a talker or a thinker? And one of the things I do with my husband, cause he does not, he is not like confrontation at all. He does not want to talk about it in the moment. So I say to him, Hey, I would like to have a conversation about X. I'm sure you need to think about it. So today's Friday. So let's have that conversation on Tuesday. We'll have it Tuesday night at dinner. That's great allow him to think about it and then he gets all his thinking room and I get what I want so it's it's just it's that's nothing. brilliant yeah I, I, what is the book so um the Enneagram book is the uh, the road back to you um a crucial conversations is the communications book okay and then I am obsessed with strengths finder I think that every single person should go to Gallup. It is $19. So with tax, it's like $21.65. It takes 30 minutes to do it. It gives you your top five talents. And Gallup's research says that if you are working in your top five talents at least 80% of the time, you're going to be more fulfilled, more excited, more engaged in your work. But it's just this amazing tool that like, shows you who you are and then you can use that to tell other people who you are like amanda's an ex we need to do that oh yeah, that's a, well and i was just gonna ask you so with the two of you katie and amanda what would you guys say each of your strengths are well, if we're still talking about the strengths finders well that's why what's so fascinating about katie and i is i'm an activator i'm an executor that's my top and katie is a woo so she wins others over and so it's, it's great. Because 
all this momentum with connecting with people and, and getting them to know, like, and trust her. And then here's me. And I'm like, okay, I see where our goals are. I'm going to reverse engineer these. I'm going to break these down and we're going to do the damn thing. Like, this is what we're going to do. <laughs> I love that. The excitement, bringing the people. And I'm like, okay, now let's execute. Let's activate. Let's get it done. It's really, really fascinating stuff. Well, and it's, it's cool because we both get to work in our zone of genius. Like, mm-hmm. I love to create. I love to come up with ideas. I love, like Amanda and I were talking a couple of weeks ago and she's, we were talking about our email sequences and stuff. And Amanda said, you know, I just never, I like, I don't know, like if I had a list, I could write something. And I said, oh, okay, I'll write a list. I'll come up with 30 ideas. And y'all, I got so excited at 30 that I kept going and came up with 103 ideas. And Amanda oh, was like, oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> Dream come true. But then what's amazing about Amanda is she's like, okay, I'm going to go and highlight the 30 or the 10 and we're going to actually do the thing. And, and the doing the thing yes. part is, is hard for me. And she's like, no, we're doing the damn thing. So it's just this, it's just this beautiful synergy. I don't know how to describe it any other way. Like, honestly, I love I, that so much though. Had Amanda not become my partner. And this is what I would say to anybody who is thinking they need a partner. Um, and even if it's not somebody that, that owns part of your business or is 50, 50 in your business, If you're an entrepreneur, you have to have strategic partners in your business. So whether that's a vendor that you pay, a coach that you pay, you know, my husband has an external CFO for his business because he was sucking at that, like, right, that's not his gift. And so I just think that being a solopreneur is hard, y'all, it's Mm -hmm. hard. And maybe some of you are saying, but that's what I want. That's cool. But still, as Amanda always says, you have to link arms with other people who don't, who have what you don't have. Yes. It's like when I, when Laren and I decided to partner together, it was, it was, it felt like it was like my missing piece, right? It's like, oh, that's all the things that I'm really not good at. She's really good at and vice versa. And I think when you find the right people to partner with, it it feels easy. Just like you said, it doesn't always, yeah, it just feels like flow and it feels ease. And it's, that's exactly what you want. If it feels really hard and it feels frustrating all the time, that's probably not the right fit from a partner standpoint, in my opinion. Absolutely, Absolutely. Sydney. And you hit on a good point. I mean, and it just ends up being fun, right? Like I was Mm -hmm. just conversation I can't remember with who it might have even been Katie it might have been at our our monthly meetup but like people think I think people have just been taught that like work has to be this hard thing and it has to suck and it has to be soul and just grinding and it's like no 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 like you get to choose life business everything that you pour yourself into it can be fun it can literally be whatever you choose it to be decide how you want to show up, how you want it to feel, how you want it to look, the person you want to be when you're in it. And like Katie and I have both separately and together done so much work for like, how do we want bold women society to feel? How do we want our, our members to feel? What kind of value do we want to provide? How do we want to show up as women, as partners, as business owners, all of the things, right? And just, it's 
freaking fun. <laughs> like that's all I just keep coming back to. Like we get so pumped and so excited and every day, you know, it's something new. I mean, entrepreneurship, that's just what it is, right? No days are the same and just finding the fun and everything that you do because the life is too short. Life is too short to be anything but happy. And like, we've just done such a great job of weaving that into our business, who we are, our partnership and just how other people see us. And it's honestly the thing that I love the most about working with Katie. And I, I love that you brought, oh, sorry. I, go ahead, Katie. Oh, I was just going to say, I'm sure that you all have people listening to this who are saying, you know, I, I have an idea. I want to do something, but, but I'm scared, right? Like y'all, it took me, I left my corporate career six years ago this month, six years ago. It took me five years to finally say, I'm going to do it. And I think that our egos, we, I think that when, when we learn about our ego and how it works, our ego says, stay safe, stay small. You can't do this. And, and what's crazy, Amanda and I were, um, we had a, a meeting the other day and we were talking and, and I looked back and I realized it was a year ago last week that I was like, okay, I'm just going to buy this logo package and create a logo and create a vision for bold women. Like a year ago, this did not exist. Mm -hmm. And I just had this idea. And so for those of you who just have an idea, who are listening to this, you have to just step into it. You just have, you have to do it scared and you have to tell your ego, thanks ego. Thanks for trying to help me and keep me safe, but this is what I want. And so I'm going to do it and I'm going to do it scared anyway. And you have to just banish that fear. And, and, you know, we kind of have just embraced the fear now. We're like, okay, our fear is there to actually fuel us. And uh, as Laren said earlier, like we met through Fast Foundations with Chris and Lori Harder. And Lori told this amazing story about how, um, how you have to get in the fire. You have to be like the glass bulb on the end of the glass blower's uh, big long rod. And you have to like how that turns from a, a, a ball of glass into a beautiful pitcher or a beautiful vase, you have to get in the fire. So now we like, we'll text each other and we'll be like, all right, I guess we're in the fire. Oh, this is what <laughs> the fire is like. You just gotta do it. Yeah. Absolutely. I feel like every single day I am so uncomfortable. I am so unsure of myself and thank God I have Katie to lean on. Right. Because she gets it. Um, and she's heard the fire story. And like she said, every day we're like, okay, we're going to bring the fire, but like every day is so uncomfortable. And I know that the fear paralyzes people so many times. And it's, we always say that like, it's kind of like overcoming fear is very similar to like building confidence or developing a gratitude practice, a yoga practice, working out, whatever. It's like the more consistently you do it, the easier it becomes. And I know that sounds so weird <laughs> with like leaning into fear, but the more you do it, the more you get uncomfortable, the more you're out of, out of that zone where you feel like I want to play safe and this is where I'm comfortable. That's where the growth happens. Like anybody who has gone through it just knows, just lean in, lean in. If you are just scared shitless, maybe that's exactly what you should be doing. There is a reason why you are afraid. And I, it's, it's so funny because in Bold Woman Society, I talk a lot about the science behind 
how your brain processes the world around you, how you experience your environment, like all of those things. And your brain is so fascinating that subconsciously it wants to stay in homeostasis. So if it's constantly been experiencing fear or you're constantly living in this small, comfortable place, your brain wants to keep you there. And that's why all that personal development work, it takes time. It's not like a one and done. You have to continually work out, but eventually you get to a place where your brain is rewired. Your subconscious is like, okay, we're leaning into the fear every single day. This is the new norm. Okay, we got this. And then you're just constantly flexing that, that muscle that helps you grow, that helps you overcome, that helps you just level up and get to that, that next place in your life, whatever that is. You know, so there's, there's so much research behind it. I don't want to geek out on your show. I don't want to bore everybody, but it's all fascinating to me. And just, it goes back to what I said earlier, but like you really choose, you get to choose your life, how you show up. If you're overcoming fear, if you're leaning into those things and just the more you do it, the easier it becomes to just grow, to get past that uncomfortable place. Right. You ladies, yeah, you ladies have so much value and so much to offer and so much knowledge and wisdom and heart and passion, all the things. And like anybody that's in your community is just so lucky to be mentored by the two of you. How do you structure your mentorship? Like within Bold Women's Society, when you talk confidence, when you talk fear, when you talk um, strength finders, all these things, what are some of the ways you're structuring your content to like really pull every, all these women through these processes? Yeah, so... Right now, what we're doing, Laren, is we have two monthly coaching calls that Amanda and I lead or co-lead together, and then we bring in a guest expert um, for a third coaching call, and what I love about the guest expert is we we ask our women, like, what do you need? What, what are you facing right now? So we've had everything from how to do a gratitude practice to how do you master LinkedIn? Like... Again, personal and professional development. And so, um, and then the, the way that we give them tools and techniques is every month we have a focus, we have a theme. And so that month we create a mini course and it's something that they can work through. And to be honest, some people work through everything. Some people don't even download it and just show up for coaching calls. Some people might do one of them. But on our coaching calls, we also go through one of the exercises and we, we talk through it and we ask women, like, how did it feel going through it? What did you learn about yourself? And so, uh, you know, we're always just thinking through what are the tools and techniques that have helped us that we can pass on? What are new tools and techniques that we can develop? And, um, and we let our ladies know a month in advance, like, here's what the next month is going to look like. So right now, in May, we're all about gratitude. Next month, we're going to talk about vision. And then in July, we're talking about connection. And so like, we're going to be talking a lot about networking. Um, so we're, we're meeting women where they are and we really ask and we listen. And that's one of the things that, that we promised was we said, this is not a membership where you just join and we leave and we have someone on our team you know, email you and is in the group, but no, 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 no. Like we show up, we are with you. We want to know what are your goals? What are your dreams? And I think that we go above and beyond to help our ladies. Um, and that's just who we are because again, as Amanda said, we just love this work and it's fun for us. 
Oh my gosh. You guys, I, you have such great energy. I feel like you need to write a book and go on a book tour. You're like your energy <laughs> is so like book tour energy. I'm like, Oh my God. I just, I'm like enrolled in everything you ladies are doing. What is, what is next for the bold women society? Like, what are you guys most excited for? What are you focused on in the mastermind that you're a part of that you're really like driving home right now? Yeah, it's such a great question, Sydney. And something that's literally everything that we talk about is just how to provide more value, right? I mean, that's first and foremost. So the people who are in our community, how do we show up better for them? How do we make this a better experience for them? How do we pour into them as much as possible and make them feel valued and heard and all of those things, right? So that's first and foremost, but we have some big, bold goals. We want to impact a lot of women with Bold Women Society. We want them to find their place, to find their home with us. And so we're actually coincidentally talking about writing a book. We have a book outline. Um, so that is, yes. we're, yeah. uh, we're thinking though, before that even happens, we're actually in the process right now of launching a podcast, um, but we're working with our business oh, coach. congrats. Yeah, thank you. We're, we're working with our business coach to define a little bit more of our messaging and things like that before we really step into the podcast. But like we obviously both are very passionate. You know, we love to speak about both women's society and just pour in. And we know that a podcast is a really great way to do that. And so we're just trying to figure out how to mesh all of these things and what takes priority at this time. And so Katie, I, I know I hit all the highlights, but anything else that you want to add there? Yeah, no, it's so we had a call with our business coach yesterday and she's like, I love you ladies. I love how you show up. And then she looked at our Instagram and she was like, what the hell is this? This isn't bold. This is boring. And we were like, like, I can't even believe I just said that on a podcast, Amanda. By the time you listen to this podcast, our social media will be bold. But what what I love, (laughs) this is again, why I think like why we believe in the power of coaching is that we coach other women, but we need to be coached. And we needed the permission yesterday. She literally looked at us and she goes, you need to show up as yourself on social media, or you need to change your company name. It was a we slap like, in the face. Yeah. Like all the We're coaching. She goes, I look at this and she goes, yeah, it's cute. It's fun. Like whatever, but it's not you. Where is Amanda and Katie in this? And that's what you need. Love to- that. And we were just like, my mind is blown. Let's throw ourselves in the fire. Like we're in a roasting roasting pit at this point. We're like, oh God, this is the fire Lori's talking about. We're in, this is like, it's real hot. But But you you guys are so powerful. Like your social media, like it's great shareable content. Like of course people are going to share it, but you're so powerful. And everything you talk about just oozes out of you that, I agree. If you showed up on video and real video, yes, consistently, you guys would oh, have God. so many people just like flooding into the bold women's society because you ooze it so much. Yeah. So that's what we're working on. And <laughs> when you ask Sydney, what's next? Um, it, yeah. Right. I even we that. need, like we tell our women show up as your authentic self, but even we need that reminder, like, Oh, okay. We'll do that. All right. We're on it. Which is the power so of good. everybody always says even coaches need coaches, right? <laughs> the best coaches have coaches. Yes. 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 Even if you're not a coach, if you're in business or, you know, in corporate, like everybody needs somebody that can look at something objectively and just be like, you know what, from the outside, this really sucks. Like you yeah. really should reevaluate this. You should analyze this, you know, and, and 
think about that and shift and change and correct as you need to. So right after Tom Brady won the Super Bowl this year, um, I saw another coach that I follow and he had a, a post that said, oh, you don't need a coach. Even the sixth round, because, you know, Tom Brady was sixth round draft pick and he's won six or seven Super Bowls. He needed a coach, but you don't need a coach. Yeah. And I was like, mind freaking blown. Like, yes. Like, so even Tom Brady has coaches. He probably has 10 coaches. Yeah, <laughs> no, 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 totally. For every area of his life. Right? Yeah. Dating. I was just going to say, I was watching the, like a couple weeks ago, the Michael Jackson, like his last show that he was filming that never ended up being released because he passed away. And in that documentary, he had a voice coach and he had a dance coach and he had someone that was standing there correcting every move as like the king of pop or whatever he was. I don't really know. I'm too young for that. But like it, <laughs> he had a coach for every single area of his life and it was so inspiring. I was like, I got to get on my shit. <laughs> Y'all, Beyonce does not wake up and do the Beyonce thing without people helping her. Okay. No. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm certain that Beyonce has choreographers and dance coaches and life coaches and singing coaches, like all of those things. Yes. Like that's the other thing. We're humans. We are created to be in partnership with other people. And, you know, we heard a couple of weeks ago, uh, I can't even remember who said it, but it was like, if you want to get somewhere in life, go find the person who's already done that and pay them to help you get there faster. Because guess what? You can trudge along on your own. You can do that. But when you let someone else teach you, you're going to get there so much faster. Mm -hmm. You're going to avoid- People pay for speed. Yes. Oh, love that. Love that. Yeah. I uh, Last week, I took the whole Own Your Future uh, Challenge Mastermind with Dean Graziosi and Tony Robbins. And it, that was so much of what it was about is like people are paying for speed and they're paying for bridge builders. And if you, even if you're just two steps ahead of someone, if you can take them from where they are to where they want to be 10 times faster, they're going to pay anything for that. And That's it's right. like anybody listening is like, what is it that you are holding yourself back from that you just need to like step into and now help the people behind you come faster and build something around it. And that's, you know, you guys are doing that and you're walking examples of like pulling these women through faster and with more confidence and helping them break through their fear. And it's beautiful. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. We're, that's kind of both of our life missions. I mean, mm -hmm. this is just, and, it, and for any of those of you who are listening, who are like, Oh, like if I just did this, like Amanda's right. It just feels good. Feels good. And, and you can feel good at, at work. Like that is possible. So if you are sitting there miserable, crying, coming home, upset, like life is too short to be miserable or unfulfilled. It just is. And so you just gotta, you gotta embrace that fear. You gotta, you gotta just go for it. And so, you know, one of the things that we have is we actually have a tool called how to turn your fear into fuel. And um, people can find that at boldwomensociety.com forward slash fear. Um, it's a great tool and Amanda and I use it and we teach it to our people um, because 
it, it is, it's leaning into that fear and just saying, all right, I'm just going to go with it. I love that. So good. Ladies, where can everyone find you on social media with your new curated Instagram and video and all the things? <laughs> where can they, where can they find you individually and um, through Bold Women Society? Yeah, so it's it's really convenient. It's Bold Women Society mm-hmm. across all platforms. So, and our website is just boldwomensociety.com. Um, you can find me personally at Amanda Cahill with two underscores. And then Katie, what's yours? Mine is at Katie Langford, but Katie is spelled real weird. Um, it's C-A-Y-T-I-E. So at Katie Langford. Um, but if you find us on Bold Women Society, um, on any platform and we're also for the professional woman like we're super active on linkedin as well um if you find bold women's society you'll find us yeah we'll link everything below in the show notes um and then you know when you guys launch your book and everything we'll promote that too (laughs) and podcast and your podcast podcast, yeah so here's what's funny okay so we were talking about partners who make you go um so amanda came to me one day and she goes hey i think we need to write a book and i was like Oh yeah. Um, I've had that idea. I have 10,000 words already written. And she's like, why didn't you finish? And I was like, I don't know. I got bored. I didn't think I could finish it. And Amanda's like, okay, so we're doing this. So again, (laughs) with people who have different skill sets than you, because I have zero doubt that we're not going to write the book. Like, like Amanda's going to make it happen. I'm like, we're going to do the thing. So find the people who help you do the things. Yes, absolutely. 100%. Okay, last question. you're amazing. I want to ask one last question is, what's the best piece of advice you've ever received and that you want to pay forward today? Ooh, uh, so I have a really great one in that it's that don't let insignificant people make a significant impact on your life. Oh, so good. Oh, that's so good. I'm snapping. That's so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, gosh, I'm trying to think of all the best pieces of advice. I think um, the best piece of advice has always come from my mom. And, you know, she's just my biggest cheerleader and champion. And now this reminds me, I need to call her today. Uh, <laughs> she just said, you can do and be anything that you want. You just have to work for it. And I believed it. She started telling me that when I was little and I believed it. And it's, it's true. It is true. Half of the battle is just believing that you can achieve whatever it is that you want. Oh, it is. Yeah. Limiting beliefs kill dreams. Limiting beliefs mm-hmm. kill ideas. <clears throat> we have to get over them. We do. We have to believe that we can have what we want. Do you know what one of my best mentors said? Sorry, I'll let you go after this. But one of my best mentors said, it's never a limiting belief. It's just a limiting thought. Ask yourself a different limiting question than the one you're asking yourself. And instead of it being this belief that you're living into every day, it's just, it's a thought. It's just a question you've been asking yourself and you can choose to ask yourself a more empowering limiting thought. I love that so much, Sydney. (laughs) I'm stealing that one. Yeah, take it. That blew my mind. (laughs) She can't even speak. Allergy season in Texas, y'all. Bad. 
Yeah, that blew my mind, Sydney. That's yeah, limiting thoughts. That's a good one. We're gonna mm-hmm. we're stealing that. We're going to I'm like, take it. Go make go make a right <laughs> yeah. Go oh, make a video on it. Too. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's your first video on Instagram today. There you go, <laughs> ladies. Thank you so much for your time. It was such a pleasure and such an honor having you on. You're such lovely women and. I am so excited to watch your journey, watch you flourish, watch your podcast, look at your Mm -hmm. book, read it up. I'm so excited for all the things in the future for you. Thank you so much. And Sydney Laren, we just appreciate this opportunity. It has been such a blast chatting with you this morning. Just super excited to see what's next for both of you as well. We're here. We're your cheerleaders. Um, And just thank you again. What Amanda just said. (laughs) Thanks, ladies. Thanks, ladies. Thanks, ladies. Oh my gosh, how amazing was that episode? I'm so in love with those two human beings. I got so much value out of it. I hope that all of you did as well. And if you guys did, please subscribe, leave a rating and a review. That is what helps this podcast grow. It's what helps more people get more ears on the podcast. We don't pay for a ton of promotion or anything like that. So your guys' support on the one-to-one basis means so much to us. It just takes one second to do it. And please share, tag, screenshot this, share it to Instagram, tag the Bold Women's Society, tag us at Selling Social Podcast. We will repost you for sure. And just keep an eye out, you guys, because we have our physical product coming to market extremely soon. The finishing touches have been put on it, and we are so excited about it. It's been in the works for almost six months, which is uh, maybe a little bit longer. Oh my God, I think almost seven months, which is crazy. We also have our brand mapping course that is coming to market as well. Again, finishing touches on the website. So you guys are going to get the first look at all of that. Be on the lookout on selling at selling social podcast on Instagram. And we will see you guys next week or on Friday for our next episode. Bye.